When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Wow, we've got to start first. <laughs> See, yeah. Okay, it's like... <laughs> oh my God. Oh, my bad. You were doing already. <laughs> it wasn't as great as it was in our heads. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds a bit dead. Crazy, <laughs> yeah. It's burned up with us. <laughs> Bloody idiots, get out of my face! I don't know what to say. Okay. Why do I always have to Make go first? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay. You know, I've been in the area for like 20 minutes. I went after food. That's what happens when you're hungry. I'm so because I got here and I was like, oh, was you're usually Tesco. here before me. I was in Tesco for 15 minutes. I couldn't believe it. I actually got off at Tesco as well. Oh, yeah, I was there for like 15 minutes. Then you know, like when you're like, when everyone's in a ru- when everyone's moving slow, when you're actually yeah. in a rush. Because I had so much time, I didn't like clock the time. Yeah. I said, I've got five minutes. And I was like, how long is it going to take to prepare the food? She was like, about five. I said, I haven't got time for that. What food did they prepare in Tesco? They got like a cafe. Oh. Yeah, they got a cafe. So I wanted to get something like breakfasty. Cool, I didn't but know my that. My spirit was telling me just get fruits and go. But then I was in that queue for time. You might as well. And then when I cl- that's week, and I thought, okay, let me just wait. And then when I clocked the time, I said, I can't wait. She's like, Are you sure? I said, This is going to take this is taking my time, hun. Then I had to go and get the fruits, and then I had to get a spoon. And there was some auntie just slow. You know, like when people are like slow, like what the tilt like people? a slug. No, the um customer. Oh, okay. I said, get your words out. What do you want? <laughs> I thought, yeah, do you know what? Oh, I'm so what mess. Yeah, as still as we, we got time, so it's all right. Yeah. Yeah. What episode are we on now? 139, is it? 39? I don't even know, you know. Okay. <laughs> That's a whole lot of episodes. <laughs> um, I think it's 120 or 119. 127, actually. 27? 20, 127. That's a lie. No, it's not. It's even 128. Wait, where are you checking? On Apple? Yeah, we're definitely more than that, actually. Oh, yeah. No, I check on Spotify. Yeah. That's what I was like. 132. That's more than I thought. But on Spotify, 118. Oh, yes. I'm so silly. Yeah, that's what I was like, girl, that's a whole lot of episodes. Because I'm thinking, what? Like, <laughs> what? Okay, I was thinking so, uh, I must have put the wrong episode number for this okay, week. Okay, so this is 119. Yeah, because Spotify, and that's Spotify. What's they called? Apple. They, they mix all of it up. Yeah, because they count the shade mail. Yeah, shade mail. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. crazy, dog. Child, 119 guys. Yeah, I saw what's it called? Um, after cough, they had 300. Yeah, 300. I saw that. That's a lot. Of, that's a whole lot of talking <laughs> for three. 300. And imagine that times how many hours? Because I think theirs varies from like two to three, maybe. I can't oh, remember. Yeah. So 300 times two hours. That's what 600. Is no. It, yeah. Is the math mathing? The, yeah, the maths is barely. <laughs> That's 600 hours of the yeah. life. 
That's a lot. That's great. Well, congratulations to them anyway, because that's amazing. Yeah, definitely well, a, a huge milestone. Damn. Yeah, go listen to our episode with them. I can't Actually, remember what number it was, but... I can't remember. Go listen. That was a good episode. I think ESN as well is like way past 300, actually. I think they're probably in the thousands. Shout out to ESN as well. Yeah, Dope ESN guys. Dope guys. Now, that's crazy. People really be important, isn't but it? But it's mad because when you think about it, like literally, would you put in 600, 600 hours for something that you're really passionate about? Like literally... When you when you look at it, like yeah. it's that like mad, but you do it without realizing. Yeah. Even like the money that you've invested in your passion. Yeah. Like it's a lot of money. At the start, if they told you, okay, you're gonna spend about five grand. You would have been so. like, no, thank you. Yeah, but then you just yeah. end up spending that without even realizing. It's actually crazy. It is crazy. Damn. It's crazy. But sh- yeah, shout out to y'all, man. Shout out to, <laughs> shout out to all the podcasters, okay? Because it's not an easy job at all. Yeah. Even this week, I saw that two queens have ended. Yeah. Shout out to two queens. Shout out to Iman and Layla. Yeah, they were really good. How can I call her Layla? (laughs) Because of Iman's name in it. Yes. You know what's so funny? I didn't even clock on. <laughs> Shout out to Iman and Leah. We've had them on here. Yeah, they were really, really dope as yeah. well. But oh. it's it's a lot, man. Podcasting is a lot. Because it is. I feel like with your like when you've got your life going on, mm. and like obviously a lot of us have work as well. Mm-hmm. We're not there yet where we get paid from the podcast. Mm-hmm. Can't wait for that time to come. Bruh. But like we have work as well, and then you just have other things that you do. Yeah, like, like your life. Yeah, your life will so be life thing at the same time. That's it. So it's not so easy it's at lot. all. That's yeah. why I will always, always stand. For podcasters And I hate when people come and say Oh you just sit there and mm. chat shit Because baby If you chat your shit Your shit's not gonna bang I tell you that <laughs> For free And okay? also if I'm chatting shit And it's working Then Exactly I and guess I I'm like, doing something right That's it I feel like <laughs> to actually have a podcast Where people actually stay engaged It's mm. a lot <laughs> And then when you don't release the episode People come to insult you online <laughs> Mate when people are in <laughs> your DMs <laughs> For things that you tweet Hello no, do you know what When that guy tweeted us and black girls living, he's like, I didn't like that you guys put out the episode. I was like, oh my God, I didn't know it was that deep. How can he say, I hope this is some crushing? <laughs> but I, I was like, then you'll get no episode. I he was, was upset, just like, yeah. bruh. Well, I think he was upset that it doesn't come out bang on midnight. Yeah. And he was like, you guys know what you're doing. I said. No, he was really First of upset. all, thank you. He was really I love upset. that you, I love that you love the pod like that. Shout out to you. I know you're listening. Shout out to you. <laughs> But sir, don't wish that the that, um, thing crashes. But when I, I saw that, joking. I was like, I don't know if you're joking. No, I, I, think said, he, I think he was joking. No, he you... was joking. But I was just like, when I first read it, I was like, <laughs> yo, gosh. I was like, slap me then. Because... Yeah, it's also like that guy that, um, well, I don't know if it was a guy actually, that left that Apple review saying that oh. we were inconsistent. We were on a break. <laughs> and I was like, wow. No, wow. honestly, in the words of, um, what's it called? Ross. We were on a break. No, literally. Then you go and leave a, a comment telling about we're inconsistent. I but it's, it's good to know that, like, you guys fucked with us it like is. that. It is very sweet. It's very um, encouraging. Yeah. But it just is. leave positive reviews on Apple, please. I feel like with our listeners, they listen, but, like, I don't know if you guys are scared to, t- <laughs> <laughs> to let us know how you feel about the podcast. I mean, we've had some people in our DMs, like, oh, yeah, yeah but, like, like, sometimes I, but, like, I, I want you, you to publicly. Declare yeah, this love for that's me. It. Like I appreciate the DMs, absolutely. I appreciate the tweets, yeah. absolutely. But if you could just put that also, Let- not even not in, in place of also oh, yeah. in the Apple reviews, that'd be so. Let the people great. Them know that you fucks with no shade. That'd okay? be splendid because what it, it does, it makes other people see it. Exactly, other people get to know about no shade, and they're like, oh my gosh, you with these girls, and then you know we're, we're a whole community. That's it. We want our community to grow. Honestly, so don't just. 
keep it to yourself. If you like Honestly, it, let other people know. Beyond your group chat. I mean, I don't want to be one of them people that are going to be sending you the episodes in the DMs because I will. If like it, a mixtape. <laughs> I will if it gets to that, guys. That is so funny. But um, I remember when we started and we did a broadcast. That was cute. Yeah, we did that on um, Snapchat. Snapchat. Yeah, yeah. So many people were like, "Oh, guys, like, congratulations!" Yeah. yeah, that was cute. But even looking back at it now, like I don't think I'll ever do that again. I would. I got shamelessly promote myself. I tell you that. I don't think I'll do it on in people's DMs, but I definitely like promote the pod like on my story, like literally every day. And yeah, I know I people like, yeah, are probably, actually, yeah. probably sick of seeing that because I know on That's Snapchat not, that is not my problem. Because <laughs> even on Snapchat, I noticed that when I I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but when I put the episode up. The views are down. The views are hella low. But if it's me doing bad B stuff, y'all were so quick to and that's pre. A, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not being funny, but I feel like that's hateration. Not gonna lie. But you know, there's a tactic to it now. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it. If I post the no shade, yeah. then I'll post then myself. Selfie. Yeah. That way, you're by, by force. You will see the shade. Guess what? You are gonna see it for real. For you real. You will see it. But okay. nothing like I don't understand what like. So you guys want me to be on Snapchat just seeing your silly little lives? Like, I don't get it. That's why I don't even use that app no more because all of you lot, you just, you, I don't fuck with y'all on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if I'm not promoting the podcast, then Literally, what else am what I am doing I on there? Like, yeah. to the like now I shamelessly promote the podcast or like other things that I'm doing because... Who's going to promote it? Yeah, if I don't do it, no one else is going to do it. So And you've got, a, um, you've got to be your biggest like... Cheerleader Absolutely And promote your staff So Whatever you're like Passionate about Do your thing Because you never You literally never know Who's watching And I used to feel like Oh like I don't wanna I I feel like I was kind of like Not shy about it But just Not not embarrassed either Mm. But I don't want to. I don't want to be too. I don't want people to think I'm doing too much or like I'm putting out there too much. Mm-mm-mm-mm. If you think I'm putting out, too, just unfollow me because that's all I'm gonna be. <laughs> no, literally, doing. I I definitely feel that as well because like there's things that I do and then my sister will be like, "You need to like put it out there," and I'm yeah. like, "No, like da, da, da. she's like, what is wrong with you? Like yeah. you always say you want to do this, you want to do this, and it's like you don't put it in." And I'm just like, mm, I don't know. Like yeah. it's this whole like I, I don't just, know. I just feel like you never know who's watching and you just yeah. never know who's gonna. Who's gonna be interested in it? And then yeah. from that interest, it just grows. But I just think we need to like shamelessly promote ourselves. Hundred percent. Why? Why not? Because like we we when we think about other like stuff like Love Island, for example, mm. we will be quick to do hashtag hashtag hashtag. Mm-hmm. So guess what? I'm listening to my pod and I'm hashtagging a shape pod. I'll, yeah. I'll be doing that. Like because even like with Love Island, think about how they they've got an app that yeah. they'll be sending you notifications. Go and vote. Go yeah. and, like literally they're in your face twenty four seven. So. Yeah. That's how you have to be. Are. Yeah, so that's how you have to be. Though. Even with Bolt, Naomi will come oh. and email you. You've got, we've got, um, Naomi. Shout out to her. <laughs> you've got 15% off. Uber Eats, so all these different things are shamelessly like promoting themselves. Yeah, and after a while, you're like, okay, let me go and check out what this is about. That's like it. the same way I saw it first will text you, oh, you're, you know how they have these like weird headlines that like you, like your order's ready, like these yeah, weird that's emails. So annoying. Yeah, so you're, I'm thinking I've actually ordered something. Nah, I saw first is they're, they're notorious for that. They're like, oh, your order, your basket is da da da. And I'm like, they'll be like, we're so sorry. I'm not <laughs> opening, but like, our last email, babes, I didn't even get the last email. Stop it. <laughs> so yeah. that's how you literally have to be sometimes with your stuff. We definitely have to, yeah. man. We definitely have to because, Mate. why not? Literally. But um, yeah, moving on to things that. We want to talk about today. So I saw Aloni. Shout out to Aloni, by the way. This Aloni is just your a contenting queen. is contenting. Like your content is she's actually doing not like she's definitely influential. Um, so I saw her tweet about different apologies. What was it? Hold on, let me oh. get the tweet out. 
Um, so it was I'm good for the women. <laughs> it was what's your apology language? Okay, and it, I can't remember what what why she tweeted this. I think it was. Oh, I can't remember. I, I it's remember. Steve Love Island, but I can't remember what it was. Yeah. Maybe it might be Toby. Yeah, I've checked out from Love Island, by the way. <laughs> but yeah. Um. So the first one is express, expressing regret. Accepting responsibility, making restitution. I don't know what that means. Yes, yeah, so making right what you've done wrong. Oh, right, okay. Um, genuinely repenting and requesting forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And it made me think as well about like um different types of apologies as well. Yeah. Oh no, different types of forgiveness as well. Okay. Um so I was just thinking, like, what is your apology language? Cause I don't <laughs> I don't know. Cause My- I think for me, I think. Genuinely repenting has to be number one. Like you yeah. can't say sorry or express yeah. regret if you're genuinely not going to repent, yeah. like not do it again. I think my I think my main one, my number one is definitely acknowledging what it is that you've done. Because mm. I've had a lot of people gaslight me and make me feel like what they've done was, was either because of yeah. me or what they've done. That like they're trying to act like they don't know what it is that they've done. Yeah, and yeah, that yeah. really, really winds me up. Yeah, because you can't important. do you get me? Because some people be like, oh, I don't know what I did, but sorry. But like you can't be sorry without Actually acknowledging what it is that you've yeah. done. So for me, my first one would be acknowledging what it is that you've done. And then after that is just, I guess, genuinely repenting because yeah. it's not enough to say, okay, this is what I did. I feel like saying what you did, acknowledging what it is that you've done mm. comes with you apologizing anyway. That's going to come with it. Yeah. yeah and yeah. then changing as in like, I, I realized this is what I did. I can't do this, this anymore. This is not right. Yeah. I can't do it and I will not do this anymore. Yeah. And then moving on from that. I think a lot of people find it hard. I think... Because I don't want it just to be just men. I think generally a lot of people find it hard to that accountability part. Like I think women are worse at apologizing than women are. Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah, yeah, 100%. But I think as a whole, like people find accountability part like really important and understanding like why you hurt yeah. someone's feelings. And I think it's just a work in progress. But then again, someone can take accountability and not repent. They can be like, yeah, I understand yeah. what I did. You know, I should have done it and then not want to do anything about it. Yeah. I think that's even, I think that's worse because it's like, you know what you're doing is wrong, but you're still yeah. doing it anyway. But then people like that, though, I think, have you, are you genuinely taking accountability for what you did? Because sometimes people be taking accountability because they just want you to shut up. Yeah. Like they just, yeah. just say, yeah, because yeah, if you yeah. genuinely understand what it is that you've done, yeah. I believe that you would genuinely go and seek better. You would seek to do yeah. better. Do you get what I mean? But it's like even when we were kids, yeah, that like your mum would tell you not to do something. You take accountability. The, like, let's just say, um, you, oh yeah, you, you lied to something. Yeah, 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 I did it. yeah. And then you know that this lie, you, this thing, you you're gonna do it again. So it's like yeah. you take accountability, so that you know that what you're doing is wrong. But I don't know if it's human nature where we, we we're gonna do it like this thing that makes us want to be rebels. That like yeah, we do it is. again. It definitely is. That's why Adam and Eve ate the apple. Yeah, God like did now. I feel like in our spirit, like it's just human flesh to just mm. want to. Just essentially rebel. And I feel like that's why for me, I always say it's so important for me to find, to be with someone mm. or have people around me that can, that can kind of repress their flesh. So mm. it even comes into something like um, um, immediate gratification and deferred gratification. Like I need someone who can think long logically. Term, like yeah. You can think long term. You can think logically. You can, you don't, you're not impulsive. I don't like impulsive people. Yeah. Like, I think that in, with impulsiveness, I think I'm definitely something that I'm working on yeah. in terms of like impulsive, Im- reaction to things so all like impulsive emotions if that's a thing so like feeling something and And then then, straight away reacting to it yeah like I I always do that and it's just like sis you need to that's not cool so I'm definitely working on like not 
reacting. Not being it's so impulsive. Yeah, yeah, but then also I've also realized that when I repress it as well, as well, I saw something as well where I said the more you repress something, it starts a war inside of you. Do you know what it is though? It's not when you don't react straight away. When you don't react to an impulse, it's not repressing it. Yeah. It's just taking a moment to assess the situation. Because yeah, 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 I feel yeah, like yeah. when I'm in situations, what I never, I don't react straight away. Yeah, I think, hmm, okay. You know that <laughs> meme of um, Tiffany on the bed, like with sunglasses yeah, on. Yeah, That's yeah. actually me. Do you get me? So I feel like yeah. not reacting to something straight away doesn't mean you have to repress it. You will still address it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bars, first of all. <laughs> Spoken word. Hell, listen, <laughs> but I feel like yeah, you will still address it, but it's just. You're not reacting in that moment. Yeah, I feel like I sometimes think, you react in the moment, and then you end up regressing it. And it's just like, oh, yeah, like that's happened to me a couple of times. I, over, yeah. that I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have reacted that way. And yeah. I just think that is just a whole. Then it's it's like a whole kind of worms have opened up. And now you got to address that mess. Yeah, as well. and also as well, you then put the ball in that other person's court. Like that person doesn't feel bad. For what, for what they've yeah, done because, because now the blame has shifted. Because yeah, now you're moving mad. Yeah, because now I've yeah. instantly reacted. The other person's thinking. Shh, you shouldn't have reacted that yep. way, and then now you're feeling the regret. But that person, like they are the ones, you were the one wrong. Yeah, they're yeah. the ones who's meant to be apologizing. But then exactly. now you're apologizing for instantly reacting to what they did. So it's yeah. just like, yeah. But I think there's a fine line between, um, what was it? A fine line between instantly reacting and repressing it, and that yeah. find that middle ground where you yeah. knowing the right time to address yeah. it as well. It could even be like after ten minutes. I feel like sometimes like when you see stuff like when we see like reality TV shows and stuff. Yeah. And yeah, reality TV shows like Love and Hip Hop and all that kind of stuff. Mm. They're constantly reacting in that moment, like stuff like your friends. It's stuff, hard though. It's definitely hard, it's but I think hard. it comes with like discipline mm. and it comes with just like, okay, me doing all of this stuff, where's it gonna get me? Because I can't imagine being in a situation where we're arguing or something. Mm. And you're just calling me names and you're throwing stuff like that's a lot. I will shut down. And that's yeah. as a man, I will shut down because yeah. I'm thinking, what are you like, are you all right? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I can't do the whole firecracker like you're reacting that moment. But I think also when it comes to like um reacting straight away and moving impulsive in that in that manner, mm. I feel like it's so glorified for women. But mm. I think also men are to men have contributed to that because they like the whole, oh I like a feisty girl or like I like a girl yeah. is that, like, you know, like do you know what I mean it's sexualized and I feel like mm. that's where it comes from because a lot of women Really and truly, ma'am. The things you're doing, you know that you don't even have that. You don't have the temerity mm. in you to actually do these things. Yeah, yeah. But because like it's just in that moment, you're like, oh, da, 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 and it's like, mm, what's yeah. all of this for? I think, it's, I think it's just been glorified. Yeah, that narrative of like being a firecracker or like being spicy, like just yeah, being be, spicy. Yeah, and, yeah, it's definitely thrown around a lot. It's, and I think that's kind of like perpetuated like movies as well. Like remember like definitely. Tyler Perry movies, for example. Yeah, I remember there was one movie. Um, I think it's Diary no, of a Black Woman, Mad Man. Yeah. yeah, Mad Black Woman. Yeah, uh, and then um, Sis was like, "Is it that movie? Or was it Waiting to Tell? I think it's Waiting to Tell." Oh, Excel. and she's throwing stuff outside. The, the, yeah, yeah, so she found out her man cheated on her with a white woman. I think that's what even broke her. <laughs> <laughs> and then she was like throwing his stuff out. She needed to burn the house and everything. That's mad. And it's like when you see these things as a young woman, like. If you're not careful, yeah. you kind of like internalize these things, and you think that's the way yeah. to respond to certain things. Yeah. Because in that moment, like you're just. Especially if you're somebody already who doesn't know how to deal with their anger. Yeah. Like seeing stuff like that will just make you think, okay, it's yes, tricky, like yeah. I need to, you know. But then the more you do that, the more the other person's thinking, Psh, Yeah, but this is this is why Adam yeah. left you, or this is why I did this. Exactly. Cause like you said, like when you react, if you react, if you move mad essentially, mm. 
the, the, now the focus is on your your madation. Yeah. Now the focus is on, shifted, on your madness. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's shifted, so yeah. it's like now you can't even really come back and address what it is that they did to hurt yeah. you because it's like, oh, like, yeah, but you did this. But I feel like even stuff like that, like when it, in terms of relationships, mm. I feel like it comes down to that kind of that, like that idea of ownership in a way. Mm. And we feel like because we're with someone, like it's just you can you can do whatever you want to do and they and they have to accept it because mm-hmm. what was it even I don't like this guy but I'm just being as, a, as an example who is this Michael Blackson oh yeah, yeah, yeah gets yeah. on my flipping nerves I can't stand yeah. him but anyways he must have proposed to his girl at breakfast club I feel like Rado proposed to her yeah <laughs> then in his caption he's like ladies women like a man who is loyal no, men like a, a woman who's loyal. loyal. Yeah. He's like, even though we do stuff, even though we cheat, we might do this, do that. This is his engagement caption, by the way. I'm yeah. so embarrassed. He's like, first of all, actually, no, let me go back. When he proposed to her, yeah, she put the ring on. She was like, no more side yeah, bitches. I, saw I that. said, ill, first of all. That whole side bitches is, is a thing, but yeah. A whole we'll thing. Get, we'll get into and that. then, so in his um, caption, he's like, oh, um, ladies, men like a woman who stays loyal. Even though we do um, stuff to you, even though we might hurt you, we want you like, just be patient and just stick through it. Yeah. Because at some point, like, we're going to get better. First of all, that sounds like slavery. We're going to get better. Then he was like, um, yeah, like something about, like stay loyal. And, and also people think that she's a gold digger, but she's not. Yeah. She actually never asked me for anything. Also, I'm allowed a side bitch a month. Yeah, I saw I that. I saw that. It's mad. Because I watched okay. them on... Um, How embarrassing. They had a VH1... Sh- I think it was like a, a Love and Hip Hop like reunion, but they brought in... Like, it was like a... It was called Couples Therapy. That's it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cu- yeah, and they were on there. And then they were basically talking about how they have this... Um, arrangement. Arrangement, yeah, where he's allowed to have a side bitch, like... It, bring a side bitch into a relationship but where they went wrong is because well where he went wrong was because he was having relations with, with the side bitches outside of her so they they have a relationship mm-hmm. where they have threesomes but okay. he started having twosomes <laughs> without her and then it was just a whole thing and I was like first of all people have gone mad because why are we normalising like threesomes in a relationship Do you know how that's not a relationship it? because men have gotten away with saying they can't, they can't be um they can't do monogamous. Mon- yeah, monogamy. Yeah, he said men. it in his interview as well in the Breakfast Club that he's realized that that's how he is. Like he has accepted that he is a man who will always need to have extras on the side. And I just and that's you know what that's fair enough. Yeah, but I don't like when you start to make try and make it the norm. Yeah, and it's don't, not normal, babe. And don't make that. It's not a relationship. Like don't try and bring in marriage yeah. and all that other stuff because exactly. that's not don't what yeah. that's not what marriage is about. So when don't you're try trying and to do monogamy things in polygamy things, yeah, yeah, like you're you're mixing like the institution of marriage is not that. So yeah. when you're trying to you can have your situation cool, but don't bring in these other things that it, that's it, not what it stands for. Remixes. Yeah, yeah. it's just like bruh. And then I just feel like sorry for women like that as well because I feel like with her with with Rada, I just feel like you don't know your worth because yeah. why are you accepting things like that? Like, even if, okay, you know what, you want to be polygamous, but to the point where you're getting engaged. and So when you're getting married as well, you're going to be doing this. Do you know what, do you know what these things are for me, though? Like, I feel like it's all right. If a, if, a, if a man wants to do that, that's fair enough. If you're open and honest about it, that's fair enough. Yeah. If a woman wants to accept that, that is also fair enough. Yeah. I don't feel like all the time it links to their worth because some women actually just enjoy having multiple partners. But you know what? My thing is that is when, because she, she generally doesn't, she doesn't like it. Like no, on but yeah, that's, therapy, yeah, that, that's what I was getting to. Yeah, she doesn't that, actually like, so for me, it's like you're accepting things that you don't like yeah. just to be with this guy. Yeah, I feel like my thing is that you can, it's all right for anyone to accept it cool. And I don't think it's always tied to their worth except in the situation where yeah. it's like, he can, like some, because some women have multiple partners. I think, yeah. What, what was it? Was it on... 
Was it me or after seven? I think it was. They had an episode with the lady and she like she it she has multiple partners. That yeah, she's polygamy into that. is a thing. Like she's even like, yeah, I that, think Willow and, Smith is even one. And of that's them as fair well. enough. Nah, I'm talking about those kids. <laughs> that's fair enough, right? But I think for me, it's like when you when you say that you're okay with it, yet it's causing you so much stress and so much um, pain. Pain. Yeah. Then is it really what? Then I tie it to your work. I think okay, you're just you must be staying in there because yeah. you feel like that's the best you can do. Yeah. But also these things, this whole thing about polygamy and whatever, and it only just it seems to just only apply to men because when it's a woman, she's a hoe. But when mm. it's a man, it's like well, men, men can't be um, monogamy. Um, they can't they can't be in monogamy relationships. Like men weren't meant men weren't made for just one woman. Yeah. First of all, I don't know what Bible you're reading, but yeah. you're not reading any. But they were like, oh, men weren't made for just one woman. Yeah. And like, so it never like, it never applies. That same Both grace ways. is never given to women because my thing is, if you want to be that, where it's like he has his sides, you have your sides as well. Mm. That's fair enough. And some couples have that. That's that's healthy for them. Mm. That makes sense. Do you get me? Because mm-hmm. no one is doing any... I feel like that's what um, JD and Will, that's why I don't want to talk about that family, the Smiths, that's what they, I feel like that's what they had. Yeah. Where it's like, it works for them, do you get what I mean? But when you, well, as up a woman, until a point where Jada was doing her thing and it didn't work for Will no more. Boy. So but that's like, the thing. When it gets to a point where it's like, you are, you're only, like, you're saying you're okay with this, mm. you're not doing it back, which is fair enough, you don't have to do it back, but like, your emotions and stuff that like you're hurt mm. and you're you're in pain and then you're having you're having to like stalk girls and follow them on Instagram and DM them. Have you- yeah. I think the lowest moment in anybody's life is having to DM somebody. If you're not married, that is because if I'm married, I can do whatever I want. I'm bring my <laughs> finger, but it's like to have to DM girls mm. to ask how they know your man or yeah. why is that the man is liking your pictures or why is his commenting. Yeah, so I think that is so low. And I feel like if you find yourself in that point, just pack your bag and go. Like, I yeah. feel like. This whole thing that we hold to relationships where people people want relationships so bad that they'd rather struggle than just be on their own. It's a sickness. Yeah, but I'm I think sorry. it's because like people have like romanticized like oh. struggle, like struggling with your partner because it's it, this whole ride or die. And, I ain't riding nowhere. You know, this whole nope. we, we ups and downs, lows nope. and the highs. Mm-mm. I honestly truly I don't want any lows. I've been having lows and I don't yeah. want to experience it anymore. I only want high from upward, like from onwards. Literally. And like, even if I'm going to be a low, it's a low where it's like, we don't know what we're having for dinner. It's not me <laughs> questioning what, what whether, if you love me or exactly. not. Or, I don't want to have, I think we, we've gotten to the point where like, we're adults now. And I think if you're not feeling a situation anymore, just open your mouth and say, even if you woke That's up that morning and you said, you don't love me anymore. Yeah. I'd rather you tell me, I don't love you anymore. Then you stay yeah. with me out of pity or you stay with me and you're doing extra things, having extra side bitches and stuff. Like, no, I'm not here for that. So I just think it's terrible. I'm not here for the highs and lows. Y'all can hear that. <laughs> Literally, you um, doesn't have that. Um, I don't want it. But it's actually, I just think it's really terrible. Like, I just feel like the obsession with like relationships and wanting to be with someone and have someone, all that kind of stuff, like, is killing the people. It's killing yeah. the world because so many people go through stuff that they have no business going through. Like they do, they and enable stuff that they have no business enabling. Like, yeah. what is the point of saying you want to have someone that you want to be in love? When the love is not pure, like yeah. the love causes you more harm than good. It brings you more sadness than than happiness. What's the point? Yeah. So even like just talking about apologies. So there's different types of forgiveness as well. There's four types apparently. Yeah. Guys, I'm not a psychologist, but I just found this on the internet. I'm so dead. <laughs> so, dead. so it's unconditional forgiveness. This is the highest type of forgiveness we can mm-hmm. offer someone who has hurt us in unconditional who hurt us, mm-hmm. who has hurt us is unconditional forgiveness. Okay. When we forgive unconditionally, it means we start basing our actions, our thoughts and our feelings on what the other person said or did 
did to us. Okay. Which I think unconditional for me would apply to my parents and siblings. I think mm-hmm. that's the only people that I would have that unconditional forgiveness for. But then again, that might have some conditions until unless like you murder me or something, then well, you'd be dead, you wouldn't know anyway. True that. <laughs> <laughs> then there is conditional forgiveness, yeah. which is the second highest type of forgiveness. Um, a way forward out of the broken place that requires constant maintenance on the offender's part and constant vigil- vigilance on yours as a forgiver. That sounds like a shift. Yeah, it's that it's like, like the phrase President Reagan used when describing a nuclear army treat with the former Soviet Union. Trust but verify. So this sounds more like I this sounds like more like I forgive you, buy and forget. Yeah, this sounds more like it? the things we see the usual one in real life. Yeah. Where it's like, it can still pop up, you can still remember, you can yeah. still bring it up, you can, yeah. Yeah, because this can play out in examples such as a betrayed partner feeling entitled to monitor or hack into emails and texts. Yeah, text I and, know. That's yeah, it. that's a lot. Then the third one is dismissive forgiveness. The mm. third and lowest type of forgiveness. Um, taking a whatever attitude towards the hurt and just moving on with your life in a positive direction. Dismissive forgiveness often involves terminating or dramatically reducing the closeness of a relationship mm-hmm. or may involve life-changing situations such as quitting a job with a difficult boss, leaving a dysfunctional marriage or partnership. Which I also, I think I'm also a dismissive forgiver. forgiver, yeah. forgiver. Yeah. I feel like I can be, is that all of them? No, and then the last one is Grace. Okay. Which I saved Grace, oh, the person is I saved Grace for last because it is of an entirely different order than the other three types of forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Grace is not asked to grant, but if you believe in God, God's, but God's, for believers, God is the ultimate forgiver. And at least for me, the one who, the one to whom we are ultimately accountable for our transgressions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So yeah. the way, so for example, with, so in, I can't pronounce this word. In Mitchell and Glow's system chapel scene of God's creating Adam, yeah. with both God's and Adam's hands reaching and extending fingers not quite touching, grace, both the giving and the receiving, is portrayed as an essence of creation. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. So, yeah, we've got so conditional, unconditional, dismissive, and grace. Which one are you? Or which one? I feel like I feel like I've done all of them, but I think I've I've done the conditional before. Mm-hmm. But that is really, really like in my past. That's torture. <laughs> that is really, really, really in my past. So yeah. I feel like more today, speaking of today, I would say I'm more the other three. Okay, yeah. I feel like I can p- forgive people unconditionally where I don't, like I've, I think the way I think of stuff, like I've st- I think of stuff quite logically now mm-hmm. where I understand that human beings are human beings. Mm-hmm. I understand that I can't always place my expectations on people's behaviors. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I understand that when someone does something, I can be to blame, mm-hmm. but it's not always about me. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the thing that people do is more to do with their situation. Yeah. And so when I forgive someone in that in that sense, I don't always hold people to what it is that they've done in the past. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I can forgive unconditionally. Yeah. And then dismissive forgiving as well. I definitely do that as well, where it's like, I've forgiven you, but I don't want you in my life anymore because that trust is broken mm-hmm. and I have no desire anyway to repair it. So I forgive you. I don't have any animosity towards yeah. you. Like, yeah. If you need my help tomorrow, I'll be there, but I'm, you're not in my life. Mm-hmm. You're not in my life, basically. And then the grace one, I feel like that one is what I'm able to do. I will tie that with my unconditional as well. Because yeah, I feel like a lot of things that, yeah, a lot of things I go through I kind of, I pray about it. Like mm. I literally place my hurt in God's hands. Mm. And I think that 
being a Christian, I'm able to just understand. I feel like that's why I'm able to kind of think in a way, like logically about human beings' behaviors and mm-hmm, stuff. Mm-hmm. And just think, do you know what? At the end of the day, is what it is. I feel like, yeah. Because yeah. I always think that sometimes people do stuff because like you don't know God. So mm-hmm. I can't expect you to treat me I can't expect me, expect you to essentially right. We should all treat each other the way Christ treats the church, yeah. right? So I can't expect you not to hurt me because you don't even know God. So do you get what I mean? Like yeah, and even aside from yeah. that as well, I think like like you said, humans are humans, and I think humans are like we're very complex. Like in the way that everybody's got like the individualities and things that you yeah. like agree with, someone might not agree with, or like diff- different. Yeah, we just we're just all built very differently. Yeah. So I think humans are bound to like make mistakes kind of thing like so I think yeah like if someone hurts you I think it's like sometimes it's like you know what you're human and like you're you're gonna make mistakes as long going back to what we were talking about before as long as you take accountability and like genuinely repent and stuff like that so I think that's where the grace comes in with even with God like we we be sinning every day like but God always has like you know, his his grace and everything. So, yeah. I mean, if he was to, if God was to literally, you know, cast us away for the things that we've done, then we would have been cast away a long time ago. Right. But, you know, every day, like, it's just, he'd be forgiven us for the things that we don't even realize we need forgiveness for. Yeah. So, yeah. But I think, yeah, I think with um, unconditional, I think for me, I definitely tie that to like family. I think they'd be hurting me and I'd be like, do you know what? Wait, I feel like even with family though, like, I'm going to forgive you. <laughs> I feel like family is... I'll, I'll always forgive you, but I feel like... I don't... I wouldn't... I don't know. Because I feel like family, for me, doesn't have to be unconditional. Like It doesn't have up, to be. Babes, if you do that again, I'm, I might have to cut you off. I always say to people that, like, for me, like, no one is above <laughs> blocking. Yeah, no, but no I mean... No one is when... above, above, like... Being no one is above me taking over my life. Like, yeah, even if my mom, yeah. if my mom decides to move mad, she wouldn't. But if she decided to just move mad tomorrow or something like that, she can also be left to decide. Yeah, but I mean, for me, I think when I talk about like unconditional forgiveness for family, I think for me, it's more like literally my in my inner in not like extended like aunties like literally like my mom, my dad, my brother, and yeah. my sister. Like those are the ones that I have unconditional forgiveness for because I think with my like, with my family, there's things that I will. Like let's like I'm more likely to give my family more chances than I would oh, yeah. an outsider. So that's what I mean by unconditional. Okay. Like I can forgive you a couple times. I think it has to be really extreme where I'm yeah. like, yeah, because I think also unconditional love kind of also maybe ties into like unconditional unconditional forgiveness can also tie to unconditional love that you have for somebody yeah. where it's like you're you know you're constantly forgiving them for the things because of the love that you have for them. But I think for me, it'd have to be like really extreme. Like, I don't know, like. Yeah, but I always see people say that they can't love unconditionally and their love comes with conditions. And mm. I don't know, I just feel like, mm, but I think shouldn't. Nowadays, like everything is transactional though. Not always though. I feel like not, not everything is transactional. I feel like some yeah. a lot of things can be. Yeah. But I don't think everything is transactional. I feel like I see people say like, so like my, my love is conditional because if you disrespect me, if you do this, if you do that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I get that. But I just still feel like love should be unconditional. And obviously something happens. I feel like saying that your love is conditional mm-hmm. is preempting bad things happening. Okay. And I'm someone who I would want to love you or like I would want to be in... When I say this thing, I talk about marriage because relationship babes, you can get left mm-hmm. for a little thing. But I feel like 
if I'm going to marriage, I wouldn't say I love you conditionally based on how you're going to treat me in this marriage. I feel like I would love you unconditionally. Then if anything happens, then I would deal with it in that moment. Because I feel like when people say that their love is conditional, I just feel like already it kind of puts something there. Yeah, I just, I think I hear what you're saying as well. But I think it, it can also mean like setting standards for what you want as well. Yeah. Because even like... um. Even like marriage vows and stuff, when they say, what did they say? For marriage? best or for worse. Yeah. So that is kind of. That's unconditional. Say, yeah, that's saying unconditional. Yeah. yeah. So, but then I think where some people, some people think logically in the sense of like, I want, like my love is conditional because I want you, like you need to keep up this, like the loyalty and the trust and everything. Cause once yeah. that's broken, but then realistically, will your love go away automatically? Like, no. At once when when this these things happen no, because I love you claiming conditional love is still so it's hard that. so I think I think more time people say it more as as a way of like this is why I expect like these are my expectations don't go fuck up but then yeah. at the same time when these things happen you don't just alter like love is not something you just switch off yeah. just like that so maybe you're able to remove yourself from the situation and still love that person. Do you get what I mean? Like yeah. you can still be like, okay, I love you, but because you have treated me this 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 way, I no longer want to be in this marriage or relationship with you. Yeah. But I think it's a tricky one. I think I just feel like in society nowadays, everything is very transactional. Like yeah. it's more, it's very give and take. Like I love you so long as you do these things for me, and you're this person, you're this this this. Yeah. So yeah, it, I feel like a, a lot of things are transactional these days. I feel like that's an issue though. That's a problem because I feel like. It, I don't know. I just feel like you. A lot of people place a lot of expectations on other people, mm. and a lot of times we don't realize that we're projecting on other people, and, and so we hold people to a standard that mm. they might have never been able to meet. Like we put people on a pedestal, and then we get angry when they don't meet that standard that we have personally set that they're not aware that we set. Yeah, I think that's where communication comes in, and I think it's crazy. You have if you put someone on a pedestal and they're not meeting that criteria, then clearly that. You're not for that person in he, like yeah. you're not for each other basically. Yeah. So I think it's you definitely have to communicate like what your expectations are, and I think yeah. people go wrong where they don't communicate those expectations. So he's doing stuff that you're like you're not feeling, mm-hmm. but you haven't expressed that. Yeah. So that's a lot, but relationships are very complicated, mate. In just in general, I think not just like romantic ones. I think yeah, definitely in, in general. general, it's just it's a whole lot. It it's is. definitely a whole lot, but um. Moving on to Love Island gist. I'm not gonna lie to you. I've stopped watching Love Island. I didn't watch Love Island once this week. Did um, you not? I've I, checked out. I, I can't have anymore. watched every single day. And you know what I it can't. is? I think <laughs> I think I'm getting too emotionally. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> too, your tweets really be flying. <laughs> I'm getting too emotionally invested. Got me out here doing people back. <laughs> oh no, he was a prick. He can fuck off. Um, um Yeah, I feel like because last week, right, I missed like two, three episodes. Yeah. And then I caught up. And then it was a chore to catch up. I didn't even finish the last one I was watching. Yeah. Then I said, okay, let me carry on. Then I missed another episode. Before I knew it, I'd missed two. I said, you know what? This is where I'm going to head out. I think like this whole, I don't know how long it's been on for four, four weeks, four, five four weeks. Lo- I think we're going into the, full, the fourth week and it feels like it's been on for two months. Yeah. And I think this, I think, was it Thursday's episode? One with Hugo. I saw yeah. the snippet where Hugo picked Chloe. Yeah. I think Thursday's episode was the first time in that Love Island season where yeah. we've had some explosive like drama that is yeah. just I think for so long we were just it was very stagnant like it was like yeah you know we're just yeah. watching for the sake of something you know but I think on Thursday was the first time that we was like wow 
this is good TV. Big up Hugo, you know. I like, I really like, I just, Fuck I want him to come Hugo. out. I want him to come out and I want him to have a beautiful career. I think I, I can see him as a presenter. I think he's so nice and bubbly. Don't make me just, vomit. And he's just good vibes. I really want him to do well. I, do you know who I think is going to have a, a good career? Not is, Lucinda. Oh no. I think Kaz is going to do I was well just going to say Kaz because I think her, she's got this like, because she must be tired of people saying her energy, but she genuinely does have like, a buzzing energy, buzzing personality. And she I think she'll be really good for like TV, like TV presenting. Like that's the kind of like buzzing, bubbly I energy hate, that you need on TV. I hate to say it. I hope I don't sound mad when I say it. I don't think if Kaz presents anything on TV, I'm going to tune in. <laughs> I cannot deal with Kaz's screaming. This is one of the reasons why I cannot watch that show. Not, I can't... Mm. With the songs, I can't with the screaming. You're going it on just, a date. Do you know what it seems You're like going to me? Like, I'm not saying she's not a like, bubbly person. Yeah. But I feel like she's amplifying a bit more for the TV. But that's what people Because but, it's not even, it's not coming natural to her. But that's and what that's people do, me. though. And that's great. That's for people. Li- in, in society nowadays, people literally, like, even on like social media, you see things people be tweeting stuff, and I'm just like, that's not you, but you just be tweeting. But do you know what I mean? Like, people. People amp like they amplify, they heighten their personalities because they think that that's what, so, like that's what p- the people then want. So I think with Kaz, it's working in her favor because sisters, the, the whites like Kaz, they do, and that's great. And for them. and and she's been in there. I, I mean, I don't think it's only just us black Twitter that have been keeping her in there. I'm pretty sure, obviously, that white, the whites have no, also people kept definitely her in. like her, especially when she's um her her. her Relationship with Libby as well. I like that's, that friendship. I, I love, love that Libby dynamic. Too. I also so like cute. that her and Aaron's friendship as well. I think it's really, really nice. Ain't it weird I think how we need to get more of that? Aaron has grown on us as well. Who's us? <laughs> <laughs> I honestly think Aaron has really grown on me in terms of like his personality and like yeah, he's just he's just and his looks have also sort of I'm like you know you're not bad. But oh my gosh, <laughs> I, um Teddy, don't yeah. you think Teddy looks like Brent? <laughs> I literally paused to see Brent's reaction. Do you know Teddy what? reminds me of Brent so I much. Get why you say that? Because he's so like I feel like he's a voice of reasoning in there. Yeah. Like he's really like when something happens, he's always like, "But don't you think that?" Da, 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 da. Like, do you know what is? And I know that. Do you know what is? I know that I am anomaly in society. I know that, and I like it. I'm I'm here for it. She just made me that way. <laughs> because honestly, I feel like watching Love Island. If I was to watch Love Island, right, mm. I would like that kind of chill. Like, I don't want people playing a game. And I know this is what life is. I don't want people like just doing too much, not being your authentic self. Yeah. Because you're trying to do all of that, trying yeah, to secure yeah. a bag and stuff. Like, I'm not really into that. So Teddy's energy, I really like that. But it annoys me because they don't show him much. Yeah, it's like he Liam and Millie as well. They don't really get much. They're really TV. cute. They're super cute. They don't get much. TV but do you know what I mean? Well. Like, I like that. But um. I don't know, man. Like I want, I definitely, obviously, I want Kaz to do well, and I, I pray she does. Yeah. But I just think, me personally, I just can't deal with like screeching noises and stuff. But you like know, that it is. I think nerves. also it may be because we're so used to like black girls, black women being a certain way. No, it's not that. That like, not for me, it's not. I feel like, it, well, for me, I'm just saying that like I think because we're so used to like black women being a certain way that like, also she's also from Essex, right? But what's so, a certain way though? Like as in. We have like the certain stereotype of like, you know, you're just, you're calm. Like, you know, you, you no bullshit in like, da, 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 da. like, do you know what I mean? Whereas, no, I'm not being funny, but black women are not that calm. Well, okay. <laughs> well, in terms of I like Kaz anyway, she, I don't think Kaz is not the, her personality is, isn't really the typical black girl that we see. So I think when you, mm. when we, when you have someone like Kaz who, 
she's basically like a white girl. So when you have people like her on TV, it's kind of like you're doing too much. Because even like Liberty, for example, she, they kind of low-key have the same personality. Where like they're all like even like, they all have like this like yeah like this kind of like exciting like, like just, I, no I don't agree yeah I don't agree because I don't feel like liberty, like Kaz is given whiteness because I feel like the energy Kaz is giving me is that like, when you meet up with your friends as in she's you know like when you meet up with your friends that like, you're just you're but like twenty four seven she's like yeah this. but and that's and that's why I say that it's heightened because I think that's why it's a bit much for me to watch because when you're with your friends and stuff like you're obviously you're lit and whatever. Yeah. But she's just constantly lit. And in my real life, I can't deal with that. Like in my real personal life, my personal circles, yeah. I can't deal with that energy constantly. So for me, watching it yeah. is is draining for me to watch it. I don't feel like I don't feel like she's not the typical black girl. Cause I feel like with the typical black that there's different variations because I just feel like there's different variations because sometimes we get like that idea of like black women being rude and like standoffish yeah. and stuff like that. But also we get that idea of oh, black women being loud and stuff like that. So I don't feel like there's a typical black woman I feel like it's just it really just varies but I feel mm. like with her like I don't I don't doubt she's a bubbly person I think she really is yeah. but I just think that she's um, amplifying it a bit more because I can't I think one of the last episodes I watched was when um, who was it I think was it Teddy that she liked and she's like I can't do mon- um, polygamy I'm into monogamy like stuff <laughs> like that done. I was like oh, I don't know I think I've seen I don't know I think she I, def- I think she definitely gives me like White, like white girl, like you know, because I feel like I've, I've, like I've been around certain white girls who are always like, but like they, yeah. their energy is on t- like twenty four seven. They're literally like, like I've got, I've got a friend. She's not a white girl. She's Asian, and she's literally like twenty four seven. She's just, and I'm like, you're never sad, like, <laughs> which is a good thing. But I'm just like, she's always like on ten. Yeah. So sometimes it's like for me, I just I can't. It's it's a lot. Do you know, yeah. it's, it's a lot. So I see. I, I think I see where Kaz. I, I do agree that she's definitely amplified a little bit, but I think. She, I don't think she's not your typical black girl. The same way Yuande wasn't your typical black girl, I think. And the same way Samira wasn't your typical black. I don't know. I think the, the black girls that come as Love Island are not what you see on a day to like, mm. what you see at DLT or recess or whatever. But yeah. yeah. And even like with Toby as well, I think the hate that Toby is getting is, is a lot in the villa because yeah. I think this time he went about it the right way. And I yeah. didn't understand why Chloe was getting upset so much I because think it, I don't think it went right, the right way because but, but this time right compared to Kaz so with no. Kaz he then he wasn't really feeling her with some of the boys oh I don't really yeah. feel her but then was saying something else and then he then Chloe kissed him and everything and then he lied about it on the terrace yeah. and everything. but I think with this time he's literally said to Chloe I'm gonna get to know like I'm gonna get to know her he hasn't made he hasn't kissed her he hasn't done anything physical with her he just said I'm gonna get to know her and I just think Chloe was Doing way too like that scared me. It was, it was doing way too. She was yeah. doing way too much. Like, why are you crying every second? I just think for her, it was the car. It was the karma that was like she's realized. Like, you know what? He's just done to me the same thing. Do you, I feel like yeah. I feel like with men, sometimes men don't want a woman, and men as as much as they admit to be so ballsy, and so women can't handle the truth. That's why we don't tell them the truth. Mm. And you know. A man, I say how I feel, and if it's what I want, I want blah blah blah. As long as they, they do all that act, yeah, Superman, they do all that act. <laughs> a lot of men cannot look at a woman and just say, "I'll be honest with you, I am not feeling the situation anymore." Toby has been in bondage with Chloe for time. You reckon? He, yeah, he only just likes the sexual messing around. 
that's what that boy was really in there for. He hasn't fully, he doesn't like her. I feel like because he, basically he laid his bed and he felt like, you know what? I've got to lie on it now. Yeah. So he's been doing the whole thing with Chloe and blah, blah. I never, I always saw through that. I did never thought he actually liked Chloe like that. And I yeah. feel like with Chloe thing, all he had to say to Chloe was, I'm going to get to know. Yeah, fine. I'm going to get to know. He said that, cool. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I'm not really fe- be honest about it. I feel like for me, yeah, I see Toby as a gaslighter. I think what he tries to do is he tries to get the woman to be angry so she can leave him. So then he doesn't have yeah. to then own up to the fact that he doesn't have to have that difficult conversation of I don't actually like you. Because he, you must have known that you linking arms with a new girl walking right past Chloe was going to set up. You knew that. Because even when he was talking to Kaz, like he wanted Kaz to say more so then he can be... You see what we talked about earlier about when you move mad, then the, the blame shifts yeah, to, what, yeah. to what your madness. So you can't even go back and say, well, this is what you did to me. I feel like that's what Toby wants. He wants the girl to move mad or just do not do move do madness basically yeah. do madness and then that way he can say well this is why I don't even want to be with you or this is that because for me like just it's simple I don't really like it like that or I like <laughs> you but do you know what like I feel like I'm not fully into this because doing all of you did all of that and then you end up picking a new girl anyway you if you're getting to know the new girl you would let someone else pick the new girl then you get to know her in, in the side but you fully went on and picked her to couple up with and then you're gonna try and act like, oh, like Hugo, Hugo doing this was mad. Sorry, no. And do you know what? I, I completely hear what you're saying, but I think for me, Toby, when he Toby's introduction video, he literally said, "I've got commitment issues. I've never been in a relationship before." Da 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 da. So this guy's coming in here. He's a 22 year old, 21 year old. He's coming in there it's just like to have he's fun. A baby as well. Do you know? So. He's just coming in there to have fun. I feel like for me, he, I think he went about it the right way compared to the situation with Kaz because he literally said to Chloe. I want to get to know the other girl. Yeah. He didn't want to break off with Chloe. He just said, I want to get to know the he other girl. <laughs> and then Chloe said, I'm not going to have you get into know another girl and be with me. So then he was like, all right, then, well, if you don't want the situation, you like you end things, which I, I do think he did want her to end it so that he doesn't seem like the bad guy. And I think he has a problem with yeah. coming across as the bad guy. But I genuinely don't think he's done anything wrong. Like, mm. Chloe, you took him off another man, I mean, another woman. And like, we're here to you're here to play the game like you need yeah. to pattern up like you're moving like you was coupled up with him from the get-go and from time yeah. you kissed him without even having a chat with um Kaz like what would, what did you expect was going to happen his head was like, always going to turn I feel like stuff like that though, like that's what they're all in there for so it's not even that I feel like we just make a big deal out of it because I feel like when we watch it we project our personal experiences on the show because really and truly if you're in the show yes morally because against we're projecting, yeah. we feel like yeah, you should really have a conversation with her. But really, babes, we're all in. That's what we're actually in here. But for. then, if 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 that's the case, then Chloe shouldn't get upset for the fact that um, I can't remember the other girl's name. Abigail is linking arms absolutely, with yeah, absolutely, with thingy because not. that's that's what we're all here for. So absolutely for me, this not. whole shouldn't be upset that Chloe took um, this whole Toby. tearing up and he, 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 he was so disrespectful. And yeah, but then they're, they're, like, the human emotions are going to get you're, in there. You're, you're doing a lot, and it's just like is you, it though? Like you're, she is. Nah, I'm you sorry. were never. You weren't even exclusive. You weren't even exclusive. You were just. Dating no. each other, getting to know. He's literally said to you, I want to get to know. He's not done anything. He hasn't kissed yeah, but her. In the, no, but okay, even when we go to, even when you, okay, even when you go to like a 
motive, right? Yeah. And you see a guy move to you and he's talked the sweetest talks, giving me your number, everything. When you see him talking to a girl, are you not irritated? But I'm not now going to go up to him and be like, Yeah, but you wouldn't oh, because you've only like, known him. Stop yeah, but crying. you've only known him for 10 minutes where he spoke to you. Imagine being with some, living in a house with someone for like three weeks. And then, okay, I like, we've been, we've been coupled up for two weeks. We've been talking and we only see one hour of the show. Like they've got the rest of 23 hours to live. Yeah. So they've been doing all of that. Of course your emotions, come on. Your emotions are going to get involved, man. You're going to cry. Just, I don't know. You're going to cry, come on. I just think for me, it was just like, you, like you're doing a lot for a guy that it was never, it was never, a, like the way you started was never solid. But you know, it's so as well, though. how would you expect in this situation to go? I mean, I don't know what he was saying to her during the nighttime when they were sleeping and doing the fornication, whatever they were doing, but... I just think you never started off a solid. So I don't know why you're so surprised. Like she's no, actually you know so well, surprised. Though? What it is as well, yeah, is that we are watching the show from the outside. We're not living with them. So whenever we see Fair them enough. have like a five minute conversation, we base everything else they do off of that five that screen time they've gotten. Meanwhile, there's a whole other life that they're living outside of that. That they spend time. Like there's a lot of relationships we didn't even know was a lot of friendships that yeah. we didn't even know were there. Like Aaron and Kaz, I didn't know they were that close to be kiki. Like yeah. all we saw was Aaron didn't like Kaz or whatever it was, and this this happened. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. there's so much more that happens. I feel like sometimes we are like we are harsh outside because we're not living in them in there with them, and oh, we're not the know. ones who are actually going through. I just know that all I'm saying is right. I've seen women on the outside in the real life be upset about much less. How much more if I'm sleeping and waking up next to the same person for two weeks plus and you think I'm not going to cry? I, I, you're, the thing on, is, man. you're allowed to cry, but Come for me, you're, you're, crying every, you're crying every day and calling him disrespectful when he was respectful about the way he went about the situation. I think that's you know for me, well, yeah. it's just like, you're, do, you're, do, you're, just, you're doing a lot. Like, it's the same way it, when last year we saw Leanne tell um, Michael she's so obsessed with him and people were confused because they were like mm, he like he's come to you like twice or he just came to you this one time when she came when she what was it I think with Black Girls she went on and she said actually like, that whole entire day she's like you guys didn't see it but the entire day we had been talking and doing this and doing that everything and she was like that was the one time she could get like quietness to just have a quick nap yeah. a power nap and then he came again and she's thinking bruh really? <sighs> so I feel like we like we see it obviously you don't have to agree but I just feel like I see it differently because we just see a little literally a snippet yeah. and they edit these things like so it's not even going to be as it actually is in the villa they yeah. edit these things also as well with Love Island Love Island Love Island is like um, what's it called Love and Hip Hop yeah. because really and truly like if they if they say something I can't remember who which contestant said this but they said if they say something and the producers don't think it's enough vim the terms to say it again, that like you have to keep yeah, reacting. Yeah, there's been a couple scenes where so, they've I mean? had I feel like, repeated conversations. Yeah, but I feel like it's real yeah. human beings in a situation that's in a scripted situation. I get why they're upset. I've been watching the American one, not not been watching religiously. First of all, the American budget is different. They, yeah, oh my gosh, just where they live, it looks like Disneyland is so I've sick. Heard. They've got a water slide, it. like. They have proper breakfast, as in sausages, like a whole platter. <laughs> I'm so done. They are living life. But even with that, like I watched one of the episodes where one new girl came in mm. and within 24 hours, the day after she was out, sis was bawling. But it was like, when she was crying, like I understood it because I was like, oh, like obviously I've just seen her have conversations with like two people, mm. but 
she must have known what them 24 hours was like for her in terms of like her getting so she was really upset that the guy that she liked didn't pick her yeah I so mean I, I think like, it is yeah. a bit out of order when you you're like you spend all this time preparing to come into the villa and then it's the game you're home. only there for like a day like even with like um that Georgia girl <laughs> oh my god auntie from HR no sis's bikinis was given peacock and Dorothy <laughs> Perkins what she was wearing frills and I said ma'am Mm-mm, this is I'm not so it done. this is not it we're wearing thongs and stuff what are you wearing <laughs> but even going back to like um Hugo I think where Hugo I was all for Hugo when Sharon was getting upset with him I said I'm here I stand Hugo yeah where Hugo went wrong is the fact that if let's just say right you do something yeah. or and I don't agree with right and then we're in public and then I'm outing you in public saying, oh, S did this, did a joke, I think it's wrong. Did like, you don't check your friends in like an out, in, in, in a public scenario. Like, is you Toby ch- his friend? Or is it just because they're part of the boys? And no, but he, they literally, he, they literally, Hugo literally just said, we were, we're family. Like, we're, that's why, um, who, uh, what's his name? Toby was confused. Like, if we're supposed to be family. Did he say then, that to Toby personally? Did he say yeah, that they the had group a, is family? No, he literally said to Toby, but they had a one-on-one chat and then yeah. he was like, oh, like, Toby was like, I would never do that to you. He's like, oh yeah, but, um, we're family. So we're going to, we're going to have disagreements. And he's like, but yeah. if we're, if we're family, you don't check me out. Like, on the on the on the public thing, and also he's Hugo has um Toby has gone to Hugo and said, "How do you feel? About, I need your advice on how to go uh, go about the situation." You've said enough. You've said one thing, and then on the on the on the recoupling thing, you're out here doing, "Oh, Chloe doesn't deserve this." Da, 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 I think it's disgusting. Like, first of all, yeah, that's um Toby's problem because I don't know who's going to Hugo for advice. <laughs> <laughs> like, and for me, I just feel like Hugo is. Like he he's he it's it's one of those like guys who try to be the nice guy, but deep down you're you're just you're just evil because why are you out in your friends like that? If you're meant to be family, why are you out in your friend like that? Like that I just think for yeah. me that was just and you know how many people have gone home because of Hugo? Hugo has one chat with people and he's not feeling them. I can't remember who tweeted it yet, but someone said that Hugo's actually just in there to save people. <laughs> he thinks this is like some holiday. Like he had I a chat him. with Abigail and then he was like, oh, do you like cats? No, she said, do you like cats? He said, I don't like cats. Then she she said, oh, do you like horses? I don't like horses. Like any little thing that she would say, it's like he was put off by her. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. I, anything... think, I think Hugo is a man who knows what he wants and he's not going to settle. I'm well, sorry. apparently the streets are saying that Hugo swings both ways. And that's all right. So that's why apparently like, it might be where he's a little bit like picky where... But then I was just like, regardless, you're not making any effort to have a conversation. Like, how I'm can you, you. How can you chance... expect a, sp- a spark when you've only had one conversation with somebody? Nah, you definitely if you've got a spark, hun. And literally every every you time they were talking, he's not, not. But the thing is, he's not even trying. And the he's girls come. They had a conversation. There was no spark. No, because the, the, girl, the girls are the ones that are grafting him. And the thing and, that pissed me cause, off because they're trying to stay in. I'm not trying to stay. In. I'm saying. And the thing that pissed me off as well is he was literally after AJ left. He said to the boys, "I want somebody who's going to come in there and put it on me." And did it. AJ literally came and put it on you like no. AJ woman. left already. Sis gone. AJ put it on him like <laughs> there, there's no tomorrow, and he was still like. Not feeling us thinking, you know what? You can't even pretend to win the 50k. At this point, you're just being a knob. So just get out. You can't even pretend. If you've been in that long and you haven't coupled up, I would pretend to like somebody just to I'm gonna stay there. You. I would never go on Love Island because I can't be doing all of that in the public eye. But I feel like if I was in Hugo's situation where I could get to go on a free holiday 
and just live my life. He and needs just to go, man. Do, and do the barest minimum, I would absolutely do it. He needs to go. And I think if people, a lot of people had the opportunity to do it, they would do it too. Everyone, let's be honest. What, be as picky as him? No, be just live a simple free life as Hugo's living. He, he I don't see, I don't see the problem in that Hugo's there and not with... Like, what's it going to do with you? Like, his relationship life has nothing to do with me. But he's enabling people... Like, he's enabling people and then not being like... Because where was the energy for Kaz when you were telling Toby to go for Chloe? You, he literally told Toby, do your thing. Yeah. And now that it's happened to somebody that he's... You know, you're so close with Chloe. Yeah, and that's you're, right. you're, you're You're getting upset. Liberty had... Kaz had liberty to stand up for her. Oh, I'm not. I just think it's too vague. I saw someone someone trying to link all of that to like racism. I said, I'll take a break. Break. I, he's two faced for me. I just I think he, he needs to I go. think everyone needs to let, let Hugo live, man. Let people live. I let need to get on a things. flight to Mallorca. I will pack his bag for him let people, and let him go. I think just let people enjoy things. Because if you're if you're here, you're not trying to find love. You're not, you're not even, if he was trying to, like, you know what he's at? like, Dr. Yeah, Alex was like trying. No, but I feel like everyone's acting as if, like, we've been asked to donate the money that makes it 50,000. If some, like, there's six other couples or five other couples that are in there for love, and that's okay. If really, one person's really just in there, love, exactly. Yeah. But if one person's in there just to catch crews, sorry. No, man. Because down where my G's connect. No. What? He's living life. He's, a, he's the least person that he, he can catch crews. It's time for him no, to get, get back on the easy jet and get Hugo, enjoy yourself, babes. When you get out here, I pray there's a career waiting for you because sometimes probably, life is, probably is. He's life white. is for the living. Life He's is white. actually some whites have not made it through he, child. He'll he'll get he'll get a career. But life is for the living. Sometimes people have to just live. Anyway, we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna close it here, guys. Yeah. Um thanks for listening yep. to the episode. Yep. Um follow us at No Shit Pod on Twitter, Instagram, yeah. Hashtag No Shit Pod on when you listen. Yeah, and sure. also please leave us nice Apple reviews. Yes, guys. Don't be oh, me coming to your DMs. Again, those questions are meant to answer. Next week, guys. <laughs> I'm so done. Next week. Yeah, but guys. Yeah. Leave a review, hashtag, share it. Don't make me come into your DMs. I'm so done. <laughs> um, and yeah, guys, we're gonna sign out. It's a girl Aubrey. And it's been my own royalty. And we're signing out, guys. Bye. Bye.